Welcome back, every. Oh my God, dude, this mic stand now. All right. <laughs> All right. So fine. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Where Is This Going? Uh, we have a great one in store for you guys today. Just wanted to give you a quick intro before we get the episode started. Uh, I just wanted to give you a heads up of this amazing conversation that I had with Kid Kane, the Poet Laureate of Grand Rapids. Uh, just an amazingly beneficial experience and conversation, uh, sitting down with her in the room, um, just feeling the energy that she exudes, which I address pretty early on because it's palpable. Uh, but we talk a lot about uh, poetry and just all types of expression and the importance of expression and protecting energy and just self-awareness and like I said, such a beneficial experience. I hope you guys get as much out of it as I did. Um, you can follow Kid Kane on Instagram and on Twitter at Kid Said It. That's K Y D Said It. And check out her website, kidsaidit.com. And you can follow her on TikTok at Kid Around, uh, K Y D and Around. And she also came to share some awesome events coming up soon, uh, July 11 at the Hideout. You can catch an open mic uh, featuring also our very own Grand Rapids first black queer woman poet laureate. Uh, Kid Kane will be there with music curated by DJ E. Hill. Uh, you can check that out at the Hideout. And that is at 8.30. Oh, sorry. 7 to 10. 7 to 10 o'clock. July 11. And... Be sure to check out uh, the Pride and Poetry Everywhere, Saturday, July 17, also from 7 to 10. Uh, a lot of great artists and a fully, a full queer lineup um, out in Saugatuck at Saugatuck Brewing Company, uh, 7 to 10 on July 17th. Don't miss it. Also, if you want to check me out, come see where I'm doing comedy. I'll be performing um, tonight actually, or whenever this comes out. I'll be performing Monday night, the 5th, at Fulton Street Pub. Uh, you can catch me every Thursday at Parrot's Lounge, 9 o'clock, here in Holland. And I'll be at the Comedy Project in Grand Rapids doing Comedy Outlet Mondays next Monday, July 12th. Uh, that show starts at 7. And I'll be doing the Laughter Layover, making my way down to Portage again, finally, Get to do some shows in Southwest Michigan. Uh, I'll be at the Laughter Layover, which is at the Travelers Cafe and Pub in Portage, 8.30. Be there. Also, it's not until the end of the month, but I'll be doing the Soul of Detroit Showcase uh, in uh, Sterling Heights. And that's July 29. And then July 30th, I'll be doing Laughs at the Pack. Uh, the indoor dog park in Grand Rapids. Uh, that show starts, I don't remember when, but you can check it out on Facebook. Just search Laughs at the Pack. Um, and yeah, come see me every Thursday at Parrots. Uh, enjoy the episode, please.
Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Where Is This Going? I'm your host, Hunter Miles, and this is Where Is This Going? A podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. And today we have someone I hope you do know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the studio. Kid said it. Thank you for coming, Kid. Oh, kid yeah. Kane. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. The Poet Laureate of Grand Rapids, our first black, female, queer, Poet Laureate of Grand Rapids. It's just an honor to have you in the studio. Oh, peace and love. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, Took us a little bit, but I'm happy to yeah. finally make it. I know. Everything I th happens in time, right? Exactly. If the universe wants it to be, it will mm -hmm. be um, <laughs> through much trial and tribulation. Absolutely. <laughs> but we got here. Uh, well, how's your holiday weekend going? This isn't my holiday. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know. This isn't my holiday. I did have the pleasure of celebrating uh, Juneteenth with my family. Of course. Um, but today is just another day for me yep. where uh, I will honor the freedom that I wish to feel in my body at all times Amen. and set intention for freedom for everyone else. Of and course. And that's how I'll use today. Amen. I just, uh, there is tons of celebration going on, so it's hard to, especially in the city of Grand Rapids, not travel through it. Mm -hmm. I meant mostly, how are you sleeping? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so loud, really. Yeah, it's been definitely uh, lots of booms and bangs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, I can find peace anywhere. Amen. That's yeah. How do you stay so calm? I, that was the first thing about your demeanor that I noticed just seeing you in person. Uh, I've seen you uh, at another event, uh, Diatribe Di Tribe event. Diatribe event. Mm -hmm. Tribe. I always get caught up on uh, nouns, really. But uh, I saw you at another Diatribe event. Um, I didn't speak to you, but <laughs> I... You just have a calm energy about you mm -hmm. that just so collected that I really I can't not address it. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I appreciate the acknowledgement of the calm and the peace that I have. Um, I am a I've been claiming peace mm -hmm. in my life. I've been speaking peace into existence and I get there by lots of different things. Um, mm -hmm. I have a, br a breathing practice. I breathe all the time mm -hmm. intentionally, intentional breath. Um, I do Qigong, um, I'm outside, I walk, I'm mm. mindful. Of course. And I think that that is the thing that uh, puts us in a position to experience peaceful energy and create peaceful energy. Mm -hmm. And so wherever I go, um, I'm hoping that you feel calm, that you feel peace, that you feel love, right. that you feel intentionality, and that it's just something that I require for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad to know that that energy is vibrating outward. Right. No, it, and it definitely is. And that's such a powerful message of mindfulness because it really – whether you know it or not, um, because as you are practicing mindfulness in your breathing, but just also in your, in the energy that you exude, uh, whether you know it or not, it, the effect that it has on others, just because of your own, um, determination really yeah. is it's powerful. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's inspirational. Um, Thank you. <laughs> of course I want to get down to what, how I know you or how I know of okay. you, which yeah, is through sure. poetry. Um, yes, I mean, I had heard of, um, I had a friend, Devron Thomas, who had brought your profile to my knowledge uh, a while ago. He's a photographer and stand-up comedian. He's been on the podcast. But um, he had brought your profile to my knowledge, I want to say it was 2019, I don't remember, um, but I was checking out, uh, you know, Stella's, uh, why am I now, Drunken Retort Drunk as well, a couple times, never wanting to go up, but just, I 
I appreciate a lot of poetry, uh, but always that was something I couldn't be vulnerable in mm -hmm. without just making laughs and things like that. Um, so I do want to, I know you from poetry is what okay. I was trying yeah. to say. Yeah, sure. uh, I know you as a poet. So I do want to get down to, I guess, what got you into expressing yourself through poetry and writing. Like you had said before, you've been writing since a, since a child, since most of, a lot of people learn to write, yeah. uh, but the expressing, uh, the expression. Yeah, you know, I started off writing for myself, just uh, learning um, how to put words together and using mm -hmm. language as a vehicle for, um, to fuel my imagination. Right. To be able to say, this is what I'd like to see for myself. This mm -hmm. is what I wish I could have. Um, living vicariously through stories and poems and things that I would write and create, as well as consuming lots of language and reading lots right. of books and stuff as a young person. And so just under gaining an understanding of the power of language and how, you know, with your imagination, you can create anything that you want. Right. And, you know, now as an adult, I used to get to use those same concepts to kind of manifest the life that I want for myself. You of know course. what I'm saying? To say, you know, this is what I imagine or this is what I believe is possible. Mm -hmm. And then using um, uh, self-expression as a means to be able to attract those things to me. And right. then also just like as a means to grow and yeah. um, heal. Of course. And it, it would make sense that these types of ideas or imaginations or the creativity in your brain would be placed there for such a reason to bring it to fruition. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I would say it's easy to believe that. Um, do you, how long have you been manifesting? I guess, how long have you been just believing in bringing things into your life? I um, Probably, I, I started a, um, a more mindful, intentional, spiritual mm -hmm. practice in about 2013. Okay. Um, and at that time, I was um, struggling a lot with uh, religion and my space, place, identity, things that I had never really considered. I was like mm -hmm. um, able to see myself. And in that, um, I had to start being honest. I had to start seeking truth. Right. I had to start um, finding ways to get calm and to be grounded. And, you know, I kind of felt like I was like this in the world, kind of yeah. like shake, shook up. Definitely. And so, you know, in trying to uh, settle, in trying to settle, you start to just explore different things. You start to read different things and take in different mm -hmm. information and consider yeah. other stuff. Right. And so within that consideration, you know, um, I started going to counseling and mm -hmm. started just like reading a bunch and really just connecting with parts of me and things that I had never done because of uh, my religion or like right. the way that I was raised. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I, I've talked about like just the ebbs and flows of life and how it is like peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of us can look at it. Uh, but while you're in those valleys or whatever, where we're, where we are kind of shook up or just kind of maybe settling, getting ready to go out to our next peak mm -hmm. or whatever, it is a lot easier to see kind of, it's a lot easier to reflect when you're down there. It's not easy to reflect when you're on top of your mountain, whatever that mountain is, mm -hmm. uh, whatever hill you just climbed. That's why we always say to savor those moments because you're not gonna, yeah. it's hard to reflect there. Yeah, you you, you, you acknowledge and feel like the ground when exactly. you're grounded. You exactly. Know and then, um, you know, you go up and then, you know what I'm saying, like, like you said, it's ebb and flow. And when you come back down, you get to take a deep breath and be like, wow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to, you have to be still exactly. enough to take that moment to even be able to um, 
breathe into the experience that mm-hmm. you just had. So, yeah. Right. And I think to uh, take a step back to measure your next experience, measure your next, uh, in the peaks and valleys analogy, your next climb up that peak or whatever. Um, and you can also see the pitfalls or whatever brought you down from that hill, whatever, whether it be pitfalls or just natural uh, a come down, because no one can live on the hill forever. No, of course not. But if you live there, then where 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 else do you go? Exactly, right. you're not growing; it's stagnant. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. We have to have valleys in order to grow. Absolutely. <laughs> See, no, it's you are exuding a piece over the room now. I don't like this. No, I do like it. I enjoy so we should, it. Should, we should take a deep breath together. Yes. Then you know, I, I appreciate this. That. Now you brought up. Uh, Chikung, was it? Qigong, yeah. Qigong. Yeah. What is, can you elaborate? It is a uh, breathing movement mindfulness practice mm-hmm. um, similar to Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I picked up as a means to move energy through my body and right. to like, you know, I don't want to hold on to anything. I like to release and let go. And so Qigong is a practice that allows me to do mm-hmm. that. I have had I, I asked that because it was something I hadn't heard of, so I'd like to learn things. Um, so thank you for that, uh, bringing some culture into my life. <laughs> but I, now that you said it, I'm glad I did, because I, just speaking of Tai Chi and those types of breathing exercises, and just, for me it would be spreading, but moving the energy throughout your body. I, str- I've struggled with anxiety uh, in just a general sense really but since i don't know high school i have always struggled like um was it almost almost physically physiologically i think i don't know it might be a physiological uh reaction but like when i'm having an anxiety attack like it just feels like something is trying to jump out of my chest Mm -hmm. like it feels like a ball of energy is trapped and so yeah to be able to kind of like i said spread that energy out that's what it feels like it just needs to be well, it's just the, a build the goal up of is, tension right? we, we are, we're just a channel for energy you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying we have energy flowing through us at all the time you know we have an energy field that that um, extends beyond our physical body and just like you know knowing that right now you're experiencing you are encompassed in my energy field and mm-hmm. i am yours right and so you know when you're in a space to where you are or you have experienced experience lots of things mm-hmm. we compile energy and if you don't have a way to expel energy then you keep outdated energy yeah. on you and with outdated energy you, you feel things like anxiety you feel things like depression depression and mm-hmm. sadness and and you know you know doubt and fear right. that energy can stick to you and mm-hmm. so you know having a practice of breathing in and <sighs> expelling and right. saying and, and saying aloud and in your heart and in your mind and your body um, that you release energy that is no longer serving to you, of course. And, you know, and just inflicting, inflicting mm-hmm. that off and getting rid of it. And so that, um, I definitely, I lived with anxiety for a very long time and it's still something that arises in me, but I'm in mm-hmm. control. Right. I'm in control. And that's the important part because mm-hmm. it's still something, these are the, the struggles of this life that we are in, in these vessels that we're not chosen, I guess, like we didn't choose the bodies that we live in. We didn't choose those world or environment Absolutely. really that we are living but so we get to exactly yeah we get it, to. well we, we also can't get, we can't we can't necessarily change 
the the actual dwelling, but we can change the dwell like we can change the body. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. Can, you have full control. You have full control. Exactly. Yeah. But you, you get to choose what you do with it. Exactly. But while we this world that we live in is still we're still gonna have the stresses of whatever world we are in. That's something we can't To some degree. Yeah. But what we can do is also control the stresses let into our world mm -hmm. and what we choose to focus on. You get to on create your own universe if exactly. you choose. And there are some things that we can't avoid. But exactly. ultimately, um, what you allow into your energy field, what you uh, what you watch, what you listen to, mm -hmm. who you talk to, the relationships that you cultivate, the spaces that you go to, right. those are a reflection of the world, right? Yeah. And so, you know. Your worldview. Your worldview. Yeah. You, yeah. you get to decide. Yeah. So that just, just always uh, understanding the control aspect that you have, the power that you have over mm -hmm. your experience. It doesn't have to be like, this is just what it is. Right. There are so many areas where that is so. Right. But then you can, you can pivot. Some yeah. people have the privilege to do that easier than others. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge that part. Right. And definitely I, th going back to the privilege is such a great point, but I want to go back to just the, um, just to saying that this is, this is what it is. There are so many things in our life that are just, there are out of, out of out of our control, so right. we have to settle with this is what it is. But I have to settle on my outlook of it. But w with, I think because of so many of those things, some people overlook the things that they do have control over. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely understand that. Like the people that we, the people we surround ourselves with, the places that we go, we don't have to s surround ourselves with people that we don't like uh, to please the ones that we do want around we can it's all about yeah no know, knowing your power and the yeah. choices yeah it's it, it I've, I've been using uh poetry and self-expression as a means to get comfortable advocating for myself and mm -hmm. being able to set proper boundaries to say yeah. i won't allow this this is not something that i'm interested in right. having and that is not something that we uh, most of us are taught to do no. and so you know it is a it is important for it to be a practice of saying this right. is what I want this is what I need this is what I feel mm -hmm. this is what I deserve and then you know you can use that as a, a, a vehicle to create the proper boundaries to be able to create that universe and that life that you want for yourself but as long as you have no boundaries then you you, you write you don't have control over your right. experience because yeah you're yeah that's Boundaries has been such a hard, a hard thing for me to personally deal with mm -hmm. just because there are so, there's so much that I quote unquote want to achieve or whatever. But as a creative person, I, I tend to spend myself, uh, like I, I, I just stretch myself way too thin. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I do want, as a creative mind, uh, do you, do you, str I don't see, I don't see you <laughs> struggling with this, but do you struggle with just overexertion uh, when it comes to your passions? Um, I think I struggle with uh, overexertion, just being a human being. Oh, of course. Like we yeah. live, we're living on this planet and we have so many things that um, impact our experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, we live in a society that is capitalistic. We live in a society that has so many issues. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to, to not be impacted by that would just right. be of course. kind of impossible. Like Ign we're all- It'd be ignorant, yeah. Yeah, we, 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 I'm definitely impacted by mm -hmm. that. Um, but, I, but realistically, this work that I do is um, 
less about work and more about me being authentically myself. And so like the more that I find balance in honoring me, Mm -hmm. the more that I find balance in acknowledging and admiring and being proud of and working towards um, climbing the mountain of me. Right the easier it becomes for me to just create and do the things that I want to do mm-hmm. naturally, right? Because it's a, it's this, it's like a, it's a natural um, re- happening of my life experience, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're not, I'm not working at writing or doing these things if I'm working at me. It just, right. It's just something exactly. that happens. Like, and the most, uh, the best art to consume personally, the best art to consume of any medium is genuine expression yeah this came from my body this came from my heart this came from my experience this came from my pain this came from um, my need to grow to change right right? you Mm -hmm. know it's um nothing i have tried to force things right and you know when you try to force things it it does become exhausting yeah right and so you know it's important at that time to breathe in but you know being uh an an entrepreneurial artist and someone who's trying to who is not trying but who is sustaining Mm -hmm. a life through um, art and creativity and expression, um, the best part of that is learning how to love and take care of myself and to honor my spirit, my mm-hmm. my being, so right. that it just becomes like breathing. My expression becomes like breathing. And so it so it is a natural state. Yeah, Absolutely. I I love that. Mm-hmm. I because I I always struggle. I mean, I don't always struggle, but I always ask people who if they do because. Everyone I bring on here is an artist of some sort, mm-hmm. but I always have to ask because I know it's a creativity struggle of getting into that creative mindset or getting into a flow state uh, of or but or trying to conjure uh, a creative spirit. It's like having the expectation of like I can't wake up every day and be mad that it's not raining. Right. I can't wake up every day and be upset that the sun isn't shining and that mm-hmm. there are clouds i can't always want clouds right you know you have to allow things to arise in you naturally and then when they arise honor the thing that is arising and so mm-hmm. no i may not always be able to um to write the poem but mm-hmm. um i loved on myself and the art of love is so important i might not be able to love on myself perfectly but i wrote this fire poem that gets me closer to that right. i may not be able to write a poem or love on myself but I dressed myself in a way that made me feel whole, that made me feel honored. And mm-hmm. so it's like giving your, your all of your the areas of expression a mm-hmm. space to live without having the expectation for something else to arise. Right. Love what comes up from you and just be present in that. And so like, you know, and that's when you get back to the, you, you, you have the ebb and flows and you right. go in cycles and circles and you get back to a point to, uh, where you can express Maybe in some in a new way, or right. go back to an old way that you. Yeah, expect. having separate outlets of expression allows also for those ebbs and flows in those separate outlets right. as well. But yeah, when you, when one, because uh, yeah, you can't force uh, an inspiration. No. It's it's impossible, and so when, then you just have to look for inspiration elsewhere. Uh, yeah, you can look for inspiration elsewhere. I think to mm-hmm. my like for instance. Um, I haven't written a lot of, I haven't been writing a lot of new poems, right? Mm-hmm. But I have been expressing myself to the people in my life. Right. And talking to them about um, things that have bothered me or boundaries that I'd like to set or things that are happening with me. I, I'm expressing um, through them. And so now I have a, a, 
I've conquered something. I'm like mm-hmm. going to the next level. And at that level, I'll write about it because right. I've experienced exactly. it. Right. You know, giving yourself not the ability to just sit in a space and just expect things to come. Right. Whether that or expect a, a, a picture to come. You got to go and, 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 and view things. You got to right. go and see things. You got to go and experience yeah, things. Exactly. And so that experience. Yeah. It's so. the experience part that keeps you able to create. And right. Able to, you know, always be in a state of of making some kind of art. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is an art. Right. And especially when I I've, I've said that many a time, everything we do is an art. I uh people had asked me why I brought like this like local business owners or just uh entrepreneurs on was, well because that's running a business even what I what little I try to do is an art I that I have no talent in. Like I, and that's what I'm continually, continually trying to uh, gain more knowledge of trying to one market myself and just have an entrepreneurial. That's good. That word's just gonna be fucked up. I'm sorry. Entrepreneurial energy in your <laughs> yeah, space so that exactly. you can grow and learn from it. Right. It's exactly. all about exposing yourself and putting yourself in a position to experience the art of the way another person does something so that you can in turn be inspired enough to, Mm -hmm. you know, find that energy within yourself. And, you know, it's just like, uh, listening to music and Mm. listening to songs and, you know, then going to create some music, not copying, but being inspired by, and so you can be inspired by the art of someone's business skills and how they are navigating through the world. Right. So once again, getting back to in, into inspirations what did i guess what did you have any inspirations when it came to poetry or was it basically just a free means of expression that you had just just flowed out i guess um you know as a child i wrote for uh companionship for friendship right, right too um i i spent a lot of time um, in spaces with people who did not have capacity to be present for me, mm-hmm. um, who had things happening in their own lives and where my development wasn't, you know, priority for right. them. Not that they didn't have a desire to, just life didn't allow it to be so. Yeah. And so, you know, I, as a child, used my art as a means to create friendship, to create um, beauty, right? right? And so then, you know, that was my inspiration for writing, wanting to feel, mm-hmm. wanting to experience something else, something different. Um, and then when I, pretty much when I, like, started to want to, like, express my stuff out loud, it was because I was viewing the world mm-hmm. through a lens of, like, wanting to see some changes, I, you know, right. becoming uh, aware and honest about race relations and, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, the, the type of society that we live in and learning right. about different aspects that have affected my life experience. So I wrote uh, a lot from a place of, uh, of my, of my racial identity, mm-hmm. from my identity as a woman, from my identity as a queer person at first. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like when I started sharing and expression, it was all about identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and now in this phase, as I've worked through those things, it's like, all right, um, I can write from that place, but how do I, how do I work on this universe how do i work on this body how do right. i work on the spirit how do you affect change within, within yeah yeah definitely. so so working really hard to like want to help change the world right and then it's just like oh you know the biggest uh, uh ring of change starts when you tap into the community of self right and so you know it was always important for me when i started coming out it's just like how do i build community how do i change mm-hmm. community how can i have my voice be a part of a community that vibrates some type of change mm-hmm. and it's just like oh yeah that's cool and all 
But that's um, a byproduct. But that's, of, you know, that's your, it, if I follow my heart, if I honor myself, then I can do that naturally. It's just yeah, something that genuinely. occurs naturally and genuinely. So yeah. instead of talking at people, talking to myself and allowing them to bear witness mm -hmm. to the ways in which I've changed. So even just you coming in here and you saying, yo, I, I, I've been paying attention to you and I right. can feel your energy and your vibration. And so that's a reflection of me you know, bringing change by focusing um, my energy inward. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot, the only reason or the only way I think you can have uh, true and fine, like true and pure intentions about affecting change um, in an outward manner is if you have done the work inwardly yes. to ha to be able to work with a pure intention you got to see yourself so that you can see other people right exactly. and so we live in a society where so many people don't even have uh the foresight to kind of honor their own feelings and emotions they right. shove everything down and so it's like ha uh, it's like having the expectation of a person who hasn't acknowledged their own hurt and pain is just like unrealistic to expect them to come in the world and honor you exactly you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's just when you're not gonna, uh, when you're not gonna acknowledge, especially the the all the hurt and pain and the environment and bringing up that thing as well, if then you can't expect them to acknowledge it as well. It's that. Uh, never mind. Yeah, they, I lost they the have word. to yes. be able to. Yeah. People have to be able to see themselves a little mm. bit to honor their bodies, honor their selves, honor their experience, honor their feelings, honor their emotions, and then right. it becomes a ring like. Are you acknowledging the feelings and the emotions of the people that you live with? Right. Okay. No? All right. Let's work there. Then we got to work there. Yeah. So you got to start with yourself. Then you go mm -hmm. to the house and then you go to your workplace and then exactly. it extends to your community. Yes. Like, all right, I've grown enough to be able to say, um, I can see how this person uh, six blocks away may be experiencing this hardship or mm -hmm. may have an experience that differs from mine. Right. Because right. I've acknowledged me and mm -hmm. then I, and then I took the time to acknowledge the people that I love. Right. And so now I can see you mm -hmm. and you know, we don't, some people don't get there. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was saying. You can't acknowledge you. If you can't acknowledge your own past or your own feelings or whatever you are feeling at that moment, then how can you expect to, to see or honor or acknowledge mm -hmm the past or experiences of others yeah it's impossible Absolutely. Huh. those people with the inner turmoil they can't see they can't they can they can they're never going to acknowledge you mm -hmm. they're ignoring themselves and so right you know, it's yeah. all about calming your own storm and getting up on that rock so you can see who else is drowning like it's it's about conquering your own battle within mm -hmm. first yeah, absolutely i don't know how to phrase this but so, do you want to talk about your position in the community? Oh, as I, poet laureate. Yes. Oh, I don't. Oh my. I I don't know how to phrase a question just because I don't know what a laureate is. That's uh, you know, it's uh, it's an honor. It's yeah. Okay. An, you know, I am. This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off the Grid House of the Vintage and Handcrafted and Created in Secret. Off the Grid is located at twenty eight sixty three, West Shore Drive, apartment one fourteen, here in Holland, Michigan. Uh, and Off the Grid has everything you need to get. Exactly that, off the grid. Before you go away for the weekend, make sure you get hooked up with a fresh drip, with a new glass piece. Uh, they are a curated vintage apparel shop mixed with a premium glass shop and just here to curate a vibe for you to get off the grid. Uh, Barber coming soon. They are, like I said, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check them out, tell them we sent you, and you will get 
10% off of any glass or merchandise purchase. Um, yeah, just mention where is this going and say what up to Alex and Bruce. Sorry for the interruption. Maybe you saw an ad, but we were just talking. <laughs> um, we were just talking about your position in the community as the Grand Rapids Poet Laureate, which as I learned, Laureate is an honor, uh, or basically means honor. Anyways, you were getting into <laughs> explaining it. You know, which I th I think a lot. Of, if you live in Grand Rapids and see billboards, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see you've seen uh, quite a few of your initiatives. Uh, because I don't personally, I didn't see a lot of poetry. Uh, I did also didn't live in Grand Rapids for very long, uh, but I was here often. Okay, anyways, but I didn't see a lot of uh, poetry on billboards, especially when I was on the highway, mm -hmm. which was really cool. Oh, you saw, you saw, you saw the work on the highway? Too? Yeah. Yeah, cool. What's up? But I, and I appreciate it because one expression is so overlooked just in general, uh, just trying to express yourself and, uh, or giving others the freedom to express themselves is pretty overlooked in, I think in, when it comes to bringing children up. Yeah. Because a lot of it's just go to school and the only way that through our parents' ex expectations or that we see sometimes, some of us, I'm definitely just speaking from personal experience now, mm -hmm. but is the only, the only way of expression is through or living up to expectation. Uh, it's the only... Someone else is in control of the metric system. Right. It's an know? acceptable way in that. Yeah. You know, it, when when it comes down to uh, honoring the expression of others, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. Of if you course. cannot honor the, your own personal expression, it's mm -hmm. hard for you to honor the expression of others. And it also means that you're going to have to do some work. Yeah. You can't if you if you suppress expression, then you, you don't have to change. You can mm -hmm. just kind of stay where you are. Right. And when you give people the space to speak and you honor their expressions, that means that you're willing to do the work that it takes in order to be able to shift that paradigm or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, to share. Some sometimes it's a sharing of attention, but also just a sharing of ideas, meaning not having one ruling idea. Uh, yeah. or one ruling opinion. It's more than one thing can exist at the same time, in which we see that all the time, but I guess in, in the ways that we call to, I mean, that we navigate through feelings and emotions, mm -hmm. we expect it to be linear. Yeah. And it's just like, binary, it right now, right, yeah. Yeah, on the, right on the binary. So right now, if I, I, my favorite color is yellow, I'm not going to be mad at you if you have a different favorite color exactly. than me. <laughs> you get that, your favorite color gets to exist as yeah, a part of your experience. We all have preferences. We all have, our, yeah. we have our things. Yeah. We have the things that we want to feel. You know, your favorite food is not my favorite food. Exactly. So that the way that... That doesn't mean your food shouldn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't honor, you know, what you'd like to have for dinner sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. So it's just like, that's just, you know, on the bottom of the spectrum. But, you know, when you start looking at that beyond, you Definitely. can feel and ex um, feel and express and, you know, do whatever it is that honors what you've been through, mm -hmm. the history of your experience. And right. I think that we're always under the impression that people experience things the exact same way we do. Right. And so we're trying to force them to exactly. do something, to be something. Or to see something the way we see it. Yeah. Which is 
without living the same experience, it's impossible it to get someone to see through our eyes. Right. Um, so you received this honor because of your poetry and your work in the community, or you were called to do this duty, I guess. Well, I've been uh, working and doing art and poetry right. in the city, you know, and so right. um, the uh, Ground Office Public Library, um, every three, three years, they select a poet laureate. There's mm. a committee that, right. you know, reviews applications and people that submit to talk about what they've been doing and of like course. the type of uh, work they've been doing with poetry. And um, I was going to be doing great things with poetry with or without the title of poet laureate. Of I was course. just going to be I was going to be doing what was a reflection of of what I desire in my exactly. life. And so this is just a. A happening of my life experience mm -hmm. of me yes. actually honoring the things that are important to me and of so course. you know I uh, be, I was on the poet laureate committee that selected the first black poet laureate which mm -hmm. was um, Fable uh, Marcel Fable Price mm -hmm. um, who's a peer of mine and also someone that um, you know has uh, you know honored my expression and the way that I show up in the world and I, I for for that reason I get to work with the diatribe and do work with right. the diatribe um, but I was on that committee that selected him and I wrote down because thoughts become things I'll be mm. the next poet laureate and mm. I lived my life in accordance with you know with that desire exactly mm -hmm. and doing all the things that like you don't just get the position or the honor because you want it yeah. or because you said it it's because you are not only putting that out there but you're putting it out there almost as an accountability to do the work as just well a, it's just something that's in alignment to my desires mm -hmm. the desires exactly. of my heart i would like to be living a life where i use uh poetry art self-expression mm -hmm. as a means to change myself and also my surroundings right. and so you know that's that's why this position is uh was given to me mm -hmm. where they, I was chosen for it and I right. worked for it for exactly. it as well I, I I love poetry I've been doing things with poetry in the community for you know five years or so right and it's a reason why I'm here yeah, yeah. It, it how how was the was there a struggle to I mean I'm sure I need to stop assuming things was there a struggle to finding that purpose of what, 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 what when you had said that's why I'm here, oh. did you mean that's why you're here right here, or that's why you're here on this plane? I'm here on this. I'm here in this dimension as a means mm -hmm. to um, work through things that I've had to experience in other lives and right. in this life. Now, as I heal, I get to be a beacon of that healing beacon of peace beacon of love because i've worked to find that peace i've learned worked to exude that love right. and you know that my overall purpose is to be here to shine light and to get people comfortable with expression and to and doing that because i've done it for me right, right. i've elevated myself through honoring mm -hmm. my feelings and emotions and mm -hmm. not everybody gets the privilege of having the space to be able to yeah. honor their feelings and emotions but i took the space mm -hmm. because I, I i refuse to live under um I, I refuse to kind of live in the matrix. I, yeah. I, I refuse to be trapped. And so I'll go, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go without to have my freedom. I'll go without to feel when I need to feel, mm. right? Because if I'm working, not, not to say that we all should, shouldn't be working because people have to work, right. you know. Um, but, you know, if I, I'm a very emotional person. I feel my feelings very intensely. Mm. And there are times where I need to honor that. And going into the world 
and working under someone else who tells me what I have to do. I don't like rules. Right. And so that's something that we have to say too, just on the table. I, yeah. I don't follow rules well. I like to move to the beat of my own drum. This mm -hmm. is my experience. Exactly. And so I cannot put myself in a position to have someone in control of my experience. And mm -hmm. so because of that, I get to honor my heart. I get to honor my expression. Right. And because I'm honoring my expression, I get to live a life that's kind of free. That allows me to be and create and do fun things. And and, and it's a life that you've created with that freedom. Yes, too. because I said so. Because exactly. kids kid said it. Because <laughs> kids said it. You can follow kidsaidit.com or yes. go to kidsaidit.com also. Follow kidsaidit on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Of Kid Game Poetry on Facebook. Beautiful. Um, we still got more time. I don't know why I'm doing. I mean, uh, it's, dro are, drop it right are, in right those now. Are mid plugs, yeah. There's a bunch of people out there just like me that listen to podcasts with pens and mm -hmm. notebooks. At kids said it. At kids said it. At dot kids com. Kidding around on TikTok. I love TikTok. Okay, you love TikTok. I do. I was so reluctant to go to TikTok. I was too. And my niece, who thinks I'm so cool, she's nine years old. Oh, she follows. That must be cool. She follows me and watches like my uh, my um. She she reads articles and watches my YouTubes and mm -hmm. you know she she thinks that, that I is. am the bee's knees and of because course. of that mm -hmm. um, I get to relish in that that moment to say that there's someone out there that thinks that I'm great right mm -hmm. and so one thing that she said she came up to me and she was like I know you're famous and all and you got merch but <laughs> you don't have TikTok how you gonna be famous without TikTok and I'm like I think I'm too old for TikTok you ain't really popping <laughs> yeah she's she like you ain't really popping because you don't got TikTok and I was like I think I'm too old for TikTok she's like no it's old people on TikTok people are just on there being themselves that's right. what my nine-year-old niece said. So I said, okay. So I got TikTok in December, and mm. it's like a video diary. It's like something I, I'm there expressing myself. Uh, you know, some people do cool things like dances. I'm right. not. I'm not doing any dances <laughs> on there. There's a, there's an audience out there for me that that's willing mm. to hear me be vulnerable, and hear genuine, me express myself, and just like you know, talk and crack jokes, and you know, it's not. It's 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 a space where I get to be vulnerable and yeah. and I get to say that there's some discomfort that lies there. But mm -hmm. what lies what comes along with discomfort is growth exactly. and change. And so yeah, I love expressing myself. Mostly that's my favorite platform. <laughs> I love TikTok. I I just got TikTok uh, I think it was like a week or two ago, two weeks ago, and just I've posted two videos of just like stand up clips that I did because I don't wanna be I saw I saw it. I saw one of your clips too. Oh, thank you. I'm glad it just was seen. Um, but, like, I just, it's hard for me to, one, the whole platform of TikTok was just weird to me. It's a whole thing of, uh, I was a Vine kid, and now this tick it's a whole, I you, know. You know, I, 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 I also thing. thought I was too old for Vine. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> Vine was not something that I ever got the opportunity to experience. Right. And so, you know, TikTok is something that, you know, gives people the ability to what I what what TikTok has done for me is it's op it's broadened my horizons it's allowed mm -hmm. me to see people uh like me your for right. you page is like a reflection of your of your inner thoughts you yeah. know there's, there's things that are cultivated based on the things that you <laughs> like and and what that does is it, it it gives you an opportunity to see people that are a reflection of you and right. what happens when you get to see yourself is that you get to honor yourself you mm -hmm. get to be like not think that you're the anomaly you could be mm. like oh there's someone else that i can identify with exactly. and when you're when you can identify with other people you can grow in confidence mm -hmm. and, and and i feel like that that's what tiktok has done for me of course and mm -hmm. i mean that's the same that's the same thing with just not the same thing obviously because it is such a broad like you, like you said a broadened horizon mm -hmm. but you i hear people 
I'm sure, have you been called an inspiration yeah. by someone else? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they've come to you and said you've been a real inspiration. Yeah. That, I mean, to me, that's what that feels like. It's just knowing that, the, like you said, the way that you're living your life is affecting change in a positive way, the way that you would like, maybe. We don't have any control, mm-hmm. really, on what we inspire unless we are just doing that living our true genuine mm-hmm. selves Absolutely. with intention yeah um but what other people do with their perception of us too is kind of that may be out of, that's out of our control yeah you know i i, I don't want to be perceived but i understand that that's a part of the human exper- exactly. experience and so you know it's always about that honor. I, yeah. As long as I'm authentically myself, yeah. you can feel however you want to feel about it. That's for you. Exactly. That is a reflection of who you are, where you are, where you are standing, right. how you receive me. Mm-hmm. I know what I did it for. I know what it was for for me. Exactly. And then what you do with it is it's up to you. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's the same way with the, the way that I receive information and the way that I, re- you know, experience others. Right. And I and part of it when working or when working or just interacting with Others who may not be, because I'm sure not everyone is uh, uh, spiritually grown as mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, but mature. That's spiritually mature enough to, I guess, almost run others, others' interactions or actions like through a filter. Mm-hmm. Is that what you feel you have I, to do? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. It's right. It's like uh, it's the seeing of self. Yeah. To be able to acknowledge how a person got to that expression or to why they are why they are where they are right Mm -hmm. and so you know i know that i don't always do the thing that is optimal for everyone else involved in parties right or i don't always say the most optimal thing Mm -hmm. i say the thing that that i need to say yeah i do the thing that i need to do and i know that that may potentially affect others yeah and yeah and then that's that's all we can do yeah. is to acknowledge it because there's no one, there's no changing the past and all we can do is recognize patterns and move and then grow in that. Exactly. Yeah, grow. And, the, and then, so when it comes to interacting with others who are, I don't know, doing those same things or what we feel uh, we see in ourselves, mm-hmm. then it's a lot. Um, you have to run it through a filter. Absolutely. Um, I, there was more, there can be more. We can I, talk about like other more. stuff. Of course. That's not uh, art. That doesn't have to be poetry. Of course. What are you What are you doing now with just life in general? I know I. You were traveling recently, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw you shared a great experience on Instagram of going skydiving. This was not so so recent, but yeah, just in the the last few weeks, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone skydiving. Um, a few months, three months to the date. From, from the date from that, which would have been around my birthday time, I, I climbed a, a, a frozen waterfall. And really? so I'm, I'm, I'm in a stage of life where I just want to uh, face fears and conquer things and mm-hmm. um, give myself the opportunity to expand, right? right? Everything right now for me is about expansion. How do I, how do I create uh, boundaries that are mm-hmm. bigger and wider and um, ex- expand my territory? And so I do that by, you know, climbing the mountain of me climbing mm-hmm. the mountain of me to say what this brings you discomfort why mm-hmm. why does it bring you discomfort because it's not familiar okay it's not familiar then get familiar exactly. and in that familiarity see what happens and once you see what happens grow there's a lesson from 
conquering fears and for facing very difficult fe things things in the world and so i'm excited to do more of that mm -hmm. to face fears um not just climbing out of mountains but like i talked to my mom and right. like told my mom how i feel and took control of a conversation and said hey i love you but i'm an adult right and this is what i expect from this conversation yeah that was one of the most scariest things I ever of course not because i don't think my mom loves me but i don't think that she had the skill to be able to have that conversation without me using what i've been doing with myself to kind of redirect and to gain control right and so you know that was more scary than jumping from the plane you know <laughs> what i'm because saying now there's like we said we don't have control over now how this how this person feels about what about my journey mm -hmm. about the power that i now have realized yes. in myself i don't have I don't, we don't wish to be perceived, but unfortunately, it's, it's, another, a part of it. it's yeah. another thing we can't control. Yeah. So being, be, learning to, um, like I say, using language, mm -hmm. using poetry, using uh, um, uh, mindfulness as a means to get closer to bliss, as a means to get closer to my best life and right. so i have to do i have to face things head on um i've i've grew in life being avoidant and mm -hmm. avoiding things that were difficult to me and now i have no desire to do that exactly. i'm staring at you in the eye mm -hmm. you know I, i'm here and right. in my fullness to say this is what i feel this is what i have going on this is right. what i need this is what i won't tolerate right mm -hmm. that's how i ha gain control of my power that's how i get closer to bliss and i'm not there yet i'm mm -hmm. feeling moments of bliss and bliss like any other feeling, it's going to be fleeting, of right? Course, because we yeah. need other things to be able to evolve us, to grow Exactly. Us. To grow, you can't live in this ignorance is bliss. Yes. That, it, ignorance is a constant, or a constant state of ignorance is a constant state of bliss. It's, so it's not, yeah. yeah. But, um, but when you maybe, know, you know. Yeah. When you grow, when you know, and you grow into your power, and you explore, you expand, you know that. You know that you're achieving that more. The, the bliss that you experience in ignorance is just not enough. Exactly. That's ground level bliss. That's ground I level want, bliss. I want to be on this mountain bliss. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I went from the crawl space to the basement, thought mm -hmm. I was doing something great. Went right. from the basement to the first floor, thought I was doing something great. Mm -hmm. Going from the first floor to the penthouse, and I know that there's more. There's more. You just keep going after more. Of course. By facing fears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, do you do you see yourself living a life without fear, or do you see fear as a necessary? Fear is our friend. Fear is a, 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 a something that is here to guide us, to take us to the next level. If mm -hmm. I if I feel like I've faced every fear, then I. Yeah, then I'm no probably more. stagnant and yeah. I'm feeling kind of stuck. So, you know, I always think that there's an opportunity for me to face new things. I, I don't want to be a person that like um, run, runs through the world so fast and that it's just like, oh, I did it all. Um, so taking time to like chew on each moment and experience and expand. But yeah, I think that I will always, I'm a, a storm chaser. Mm -hmm. I'm somebody that wants to uh, experience danger. Right. I like risks. And so, you know, with expansion, when you go to new phases, mm -hmm. new stages, new places, um, you meet new people, you experience an opportunity to, like, feel different fear. Right. I was, and so it's not, it's not canceling out your fears. It, it's getting closer to those fears. Yes, it's absolutely. Becoming, becoming closer with those fears. Yes. And one of the things that I'm scared of, yeah. one of the things that I still have find fears. I used to be afraid of everything outside dirt. I used mm -hmm. to be afraid of the world. Seven years ago, I was not a fr I was not a friend to the outdoors. I, there's mm -hmm. pictures of me uh, that I've seen in my memories of me being like, I'm not really into nature. I'm on camping and I'm gonna stay in this. 
I'm going to stay in this tent, mm -hmm. you know, and now you couldn't get me out the dirt. Now you couldn't get me out the water. Now you couldn't get me off a tree. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I, um, the fear lied in the lack of familiarity yep. and you have to expose yourself to new things in order for yourself, for you to grow. Mm -hmm. And so if you are feeling like, uh, you know, you're not experiencing much life, you got to start looking at the, the, the shit that you're afraid of. Right. Yeah, why aren't you experiencing it? It's because you need to get closer to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. I think uh, one of the one of the things that I always like to talk about. I have a one of the things that I say in uh, one of my poems, a phrase that came out that has kind of been like living with me is challenge privilege. I have this mug. It's a challenge privilege mug. I use this mug mm. to pick up bugs and things in my apartment that I'm afraid of, scared of. Uh, I grew up with a bunch of women that screamed at the top of their lungs at the presence of anything that was unfamiliar foreign that they did not know mm -hmm. and so then out of fear they see bugs and they smack yes. mm -hmm. i don't want to be somewhere in the world where people are unfamiliar with me and my energy and have their first response to me be to kill me exactly so i am trying to honor that energy so that when i go out into the world that i am guided and, and i am protected and so you know with fear <laughs> i'm scooping bugs up and putting right. them in this mug and taking this mug outdoors and saying you know so nice to meet you you are not you you're not lo no right. longer wanted here <laughs> be on your way be on your way but yeah. i still honor you and i honor you enough to not kill you out of fear mm -hmm. i honor you enough to not smash you out of fear right. and you know you know when fear arises we do irrational things mm -hmm. like mm, that spider wasn't didn't really pose a threat to me did you need it Did, yeah yeah it didn't i didn't need to kill you exactly. and you know and so it's like breathing into discomfort learning to breathe into discomfort i spent a lot of time in winter outdoors in the mm -hmm. cold right and the mm -hmm. reason why i did that is because i was cursing the cold every time i went outside yeah. <laughs> Damn. every time and i was carrying this like very aggressive energy with me mm -hmm. everywhere i went and i'm like i live in michigan you're gonna you stay in a while yes. you've been here a while you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel it <laughs> and so so how can i feel it without having it impact my experience so much right. that when i show up here mm -hmm. you don't feel peace you feel anxious exactly. anxiety you feel you feel uh you know just tense energy mm -hmm. and so you know i spent time with the outdoors i spent time in the cold and i honor and respect and love all of the seasons and after i I took the time to breathe into my feelings I stopped being cold I was able to enjoy and experience the bliss mm. of the outdoors I stopped uh, living in resistance right. fear is resistance yes it's it's resistant to new experience it's mm -hmm. resistance to uh, discomfort yeah because so so much of our ignorance lies in just refusing to learn new things mm -hmm. or expand the horizon yeah. like I did with TikTok. So <laughs> that's why the I didn't want to go on TikTok. Unknown. You exactly. don't know how people are going to perceive you. You don't know how for, you're going. For me, it was even like downloading the app was such a troublesome thing for me. I was like, I don't know. I don't even want to have it on my phone. I don't want to watch it because then I just see so many because of the way not to crap on TikTok again. Sorry. Uh, but the way that like TikTok had seemed to like take over the media of society right mm -hmm. now like the trends are just way too catchy it's yeah. to not see yeah. well listen it's a part of my experience now sometimes yeah. i'm talking in tiktoks but at the end of the day mm -hmm. it feels really good to witness and experience the yeah. expression of the world and it also puts you in a position to like you get to control what it is that you exactly. watch scroll away you didn't yeah. say, you don't have to see everything you don't yeah. have to see everything that's on tiktok but i say <laughs> i say i've used tiktok i've learned so many beautiful things from tiktok i've mm -hmm. been able to acknowledge so many beautiful things about myself i've met beautiful people on tiktok so it's just like you know, not everyone. Right. There is a resistance. Like, uh, what I never watched. Um, 
what's that what's that uh game of thrones i was resistant to game of thrones i still can't sit down and i won't watch it you don't have to cave into everything tiktok won't be for everything it's like game of thrones was not for me you know same also game of thrones never got into it breaking bad was a thing that never got into breaking bad me a bit i I have a quota for uh television i i I spent enough time consuming white content so now i need two to three black folks or POCs on screen right. or I'm not watching it. It makes sense. I, I am just completely over uh, consuming uh, uh, white content and white expression. Expre- I was going to say expression and experience because yeah. it's not the same experience and it's an experience that has been pressed right. on me for the whole life. I mean, my whole, just our whole life. Yeah, yeah, it's just a part of it. And so like, you know, I get to experience the minds of Jordan Peele and mm-hmm. Issa Rae and, you know, just so many Lena Waithe and just like so yes. many new people that are coming out and uh, creating work and uh, expressions of my experience mm-hmm. that are actually more authentic and true to form. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's it, it, and, and I don't watch a lot of TV anyways, and that helps. Right. It helps me reduce the amount of TV I consume because I'm uh, because I have that quota and yeah, I have exactly. the expectation of wanting to uh, see reflections of me and my life experience mm-hmm. um, written in lots of different forms. You know. I'm getting caught up on Lena Waithe. Just be, have you seen the new um, season of Master of None? Um, I just recently started watching okay. the new season I of Master of None. And I, as a queer woman, mm-hmm. you know, I need that. I of need course. the. I need to see those experiences. I need to see that that uh, that storyline mm-hmm. present because mm-hmm. it it it's good for me. Of course, and and though it's not my experience, I enjoyed not that I enjoyed though I did but I grew from this expansion because exactly. of the ex- because of the exposure to uh, uh, a life it's, that's maybe not as close to you right it's yeah. not it's not that it's uh that I'm fearful of it because it's unfamiliar it's just unfamiliar to me therefore I approach it with curiosity rather than uh fear or I think most hate or whatever uh, forms of hate or expressions of hate come out of fear, fear. as well. Yeah, absolutely. But because of that, I felt it so much more profitable, uh, not in this new season, because I haven't watched the new season yet, but um, there is an episode of her and Dev growing up, uh, like throughout the years, Thanksgiving and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which was, yeah, I have a black grandmother. So I do, there was, there was things that I did relate to, mm-hmm. uh, but just the whole ex- experiencing someone else's experience or getting to, I guess. When we watch observe. stuff, we get to we get to yeah. we get to kind of like live vicariously through the experience, be able right. to like see things and identify and like maybe consider pers- uh, uh, perspectives that we wouldn't have before. Exactly. Right? It's like we we're all in a room and we can all see things from our way, and so it, you know, watching things like that gives you the opportunity to kind of sit in their space mm-hmm. and be like, oh. This isn't a, this is not something that I would have even considered because right. it, it's not a part of my experience. Exactly. So, so it's a again <laughs> everything's been a callback so much <laughs> so far in this conversation. But yes, it's the being it's impossible to see someone else's experience because or for someone else to literally see things the way you do because there's no way they can have your exact same right. experience. Yeah. So you 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 uh, it comes into your energy field, your awareness, mm-hmm. then you get to feel it and mm-hmm. acknowledge it, and then find a way to admire that the person's expression based off Ex- what you've witnessed. Exactly. Yeah. It it can only come with when you approach it with a wanting to grow or a wanting to 
to learn and honor, which is intentional. Yeah. There, who do you see, this is something I've been trying to ask more people. Okay. About, and it's about expression or about, um, rather, representation. But growing up in our society, especially for people of color, uh, black women on TV, there's not a always a great um, image portrayed when it comes to, especially in our white culture, or like our our white, white supre- culture. Our white supremacist society. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, it, it's white driven and it is white supremacist. So, uh, because that's, anyways, we all know why. But who have you seen in regards to representation? Uh, I know we've talked about Issa Rae, uh, but Lena and Lena Wade. Growing up, though, was there any? Maybe not in media, but in your life that you identified with, uh, just as an experience, or growing up that you that you looked to, either in media or life. I guess I, I guess you know. Uh, I looked to. I look to fiction to mm-hmm. identify. So, you know, um, there's a poem where I say, uh, I had a mom's like Claire Huxtable and a pop's like Uncle Phil, you know, mm-hmm. looking, using characters and stories and right. taking elements that, that these people possessed and using them as a means to fuel who I was and like right. how I wanted to grow, right? You know, I always, you know, I looked at Claire Huxtable and I, and I loved her poise and I loved uh, the gentleness, but also the firmness and mm-hmm. the, the accountability that she gave to her children. And I use that to say, dang, you know, that would be nice. And then I looked at Uncle Phil, you know, who's someone that was very stern, but also someone who had a sense of humor mm-hmm. and that, you know, was a provider and that was someone that, that, that gave care. And so I use those uh, p- people from television and right. storylines and movies and stuff like that to be able to inspire me. Um, Queen Latifah and like watching mm-hmm. shows like In Living Color and being like, oh, a black lawyer and like right. finding these pieces mm-hmm. of, uh, of 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 power and magic that was um breadcrumbed to us through through the media of course. um and then also just like uh, you know there's powerful women in my family that that, that they don't necessarily they didn't uh, find the perfect way or they didn't get uh they weren't necessarily able to stand as uh, strongly or as firmly in their power as i would have liked or the, as they would have liked mm-hmm. but it doesn't take away from um the strength that was present um, mm-hmm. in the in the midst of adversity, and right. so you know, I I was raised around very very beautiful, very very strong uh, women that all had you know that were going through shit, but they still they still rose to so many occasions, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, and it, and even though I would have wit- would have liked for them to show up for me in a different ways, I can still look back and honor the ways that they um, expressed themselves in the world and say that I was inspired by that. Right, and it. It's again running running things through that filter of of their experience. Mm-hmm. Then, um, Acknowledging humans as humans, and exactly. then saying that you know people do with what they know how to do. Exactly, mm-hmm. they do what they can with what they have. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, that's been something so often that I've had to just looking in my own upbringing and like looking back at my parents and like you said, ways that I wish they would have stepped up. And but I can only not just stepped up or just would have done things differently. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't, 
it, it was things that weren't handled in the way that I would have right or that I believe would have been better for my growth or things like that absolutely because people are doing the best they can with what they have which exactly. is what you said and mm -hmm. it's just like you know you don't learn that until you come into the world and you come into yourself when you see yourself we back to that yeah. when you can uh, I, when I stopped looking at my uh, my mom as my mom and looked at her as like a human and as a woman who had experienced lots of different mm -hmm. things and then I was like oh while she was being a woman and not just my mom, she experienced this. And as a woman, these are the things that I experienced. And, right. and you know, there are some things, there's some areas where I was short-sighted and mm -hmm. where I was selfish and I didn't see the things that I needed to do. And it didn't mean that I didn't lo love the people in my life, that I didn't, you right. know, wish the best or think that I was doing the best when I was doing mm -hmm. it, you know? And so it's just like, see yourself so you can see other people. Exactly. And it's, and forgive mm -hmm. them and forget and forgive them not forget mm -hmm. hold them accountable yeah. and say hey i wish this hurt me right mm -hmm. advocating for yourself enough to say this was right. my experience with you and while i know that you didn't do it intentionally this is how it impacted me right, right. because intention does not change impact exactly it, that and that's so important to especially when it comes to for both it, it's important on both ends of that of that interaction mm -hmm. because you can feel any type of it's acknowledging that that may not have been your attention but this is the impact mm -hmm. but you can't then on the other side of that be well i didn't mean to do that so you have to acknowledge that i you can't hide behind intention no uh, you cannot it's, hide behind it's the biggest intention. thing Right. And it's, I'm not expecting you to dig back into the past to fix it. I'm just asking for you to acknowledge the way that it exactly. impacted me in my life and you know take accountability to say while that wasn't my intention, I, I take responsibility for the ways right. in which my actions caused you harm. Exactly. And, I understand that it, it, it impacted you, and that's something that is undeniable. Like, Louis C.K. had a joke about, or not a joke, it was, it was in his show, Louis, but where he had said that um, like when someone tells you you're an asshole, you don't get to say, no, I'm not. Like, you have to acknowledge what you did. Like you can, you can say, yeah, or no, it was what, now I'm getting bits mixed up. Cause that was, I need you. He said, you go, you don't get to tell someone that you didn't hurt them because that impact is still there. Mm -hmm. And so it's so much of it, it in life. I think we do it. I do it. I know I try to, rid myself of shame and blame and things that mm -hmm. hold me down grace give yourself grace exactly and it's but grace can only come with acknowledging uh acknowledging where you're falling short like by your person your own personal standards you have to acknowledge that and be like okay no i am but ignoring whatever you're doing um just by saying that it wasn't intentional or it wasn't my fault or whatever it's not giving yourself, it's living, again, in ignorance. Right. And so, you know, also just like thinking about things like blame, we don't, we don't necessarily have to. Um, for me, the way that I've grown in, in feelings is just like uh, finding neutrality, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding that what, what, what has been has been and that's all that we have to work with. Right. And so, you know, giving yourself the space to not have um, the expression of another person take you over maintaining right. control staying mm -hmm. grounded being mindful breathing so that you can say while your actions have impacted me so much mm -hmm. they don't impact me enough that i am 
ex in, 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 in exploding, or right. that I am now causing adverse re bubbles of yeah. uh, of, re uh, of reality to right. you know like, expand and affect other people. It's not taking you to an altered state, right? Of self. Feel your feelings, right? Feel your feelings, acknowledge your feelings, be hurt, mm -hmm. but also staying grounded and firm in who you are as a person, and don't let allow the expressions of another to to uh, take you to a place where you don't need to go. But Ultimately, right. no one can make you do anything. So anything yeah. that arises in you is a part of who you are and something that you have to work to expel. Address, too, Address yeah. and expel, yeah. If it's, yeah. If it's not... Um, if it's, it's not, not beneficial. It's you. not beneficial. Yeah. Yes, of course. This has been a beneficial experience, I believe, yeah, personally. Thank you. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate... It, this is, it's a drive. Uh, I, I understand. Oh, <laughs> but it's all good. I'm happy to have come. Thank you so much. Um, again, everyone, you can... It, no, before I say that, is there anything you would like uh, as a message for this episode or for this time? Yeah, well, um, I'll, I'll talk about uh, just a few things Please. that I have going on right now in yes, the world. Yes, because I know we have, you have a couple events coming up. Yeah, I do have a couple events coming up. I am currently teaching um, uh, with the Diatribe, Inc., uh, which is a, a nonprofit uh, organization arts and culture nonprofit mm -hmm. and uh, we are doing we're doing good work in the community working with youth working with young people trying to build community trying to shift paradigms so please mm -hmm. you know check out the diatribe diatribe uh, dot dot org try mm -hmm. check them out check us out and then outside of that, um, I am in the summer programming that I'm that I'm doing. I do have spaces in my virtual class for uh, students six to twelve. Um, so you can always reach reach out to me on my website kidsetit.com to um, get your get your young people signed up yes. to uh, you know use language and poetry as a means to um, get closer to home and All also right. to be able to advocate for ourselves in different areas of the world. Give them an outlet G early. Give them an outlet early, honor their expressions early, love on them, affirm, mm -hmm. um, all of those beautiful things. Um, and so my next, uh, thing that I have going on July 11th, I'll be at the hideout, which is, um, the open mic, uh, once a month on Sundays at the hideout. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I will be there July 11th. And then July 17th, um, I will kick in Poetry Presents uh, Pride and Poetry Everywhere. It is a, a site lab collaboration along mm -hmm. with Oxbow and uh, Sogtuck Arts. Yes. And it's an all queer lineup in mm -hmm. Douglas, Michigan, Wade's Bayou. Will, there will be uh, people who are rejoicing in their uh, queer identities mm -hmm. and, and their pride and also poets everywhere right. speaking spit and poetry which They'll, is expression it, yeah yeah and there'll be interactive uh, letterpress from not design mm. um you know delicious beer available and we'll be right on the water waits by you which is awesome yeah. and then other than that august 24th there'll be um the diatribe summer pop-up mm -hmm. which is at garfield park and um that's in grand rapids michigan and it's poetry and an evening of intentional uh, intentionality mm -hmm. peace love poetry self-expression Mm -hmm. And the voices of uh, the people that are going to be running the city. Right. <laughs> Just the future as well. The future. Yeah, they're running the city. That, that they're, they're learning to advocate. They're learning mm -hmm. to speak. They're learning to rejoice. And so, you know, when you teach people those uh, essential those essential things, they can go into the world and, and, and bring about incredible change. Right. Yeah. The impact that we're all trying to make, or so, so it seems, uh, 
that we only can do through self-expression and self-exploration absolutely actualization mm-hmm. thank you so much for benefiting me with this time and i would hope this audience um of listeners and i actually i really hope to stay in contact with you oh for sure uh, i and i hope to do this again as well this has been my pleasure thank you so much for having me of peace, course peace and love peace and love shalom please follow uh kids said it on instagram and twitter and kidding around on tiktok kids said it.com uh the diatribe inc.com you dot uh, org but you can you, org. you can confirm all of that and like oh. put the little yeah oh yeah we'll snippets. do it in post yeah yeah, yeah give them <laughs> of course snips. and um yeah you guys can follow the podcast on instagram and twitter at where is this going pod on instagram on twitter where is this gopo you can follow me on instagram and twitter at the underscore hunter miles and tattoo? Hmm? Tattoo. oh this one yes oh pisces are you yeah. pisces oh, oh i saw that too when's was, your birthday was i should have addressed it uh february 24th february 24th oh my, my, my mom's the 20th oh geez yeah See? and i'm the i'm a march 10 a uh, march pisces my sister's a march pisces too. yeah yeah so shout out pisces gang and, and go ahead uh follow me on tiktok if you want uh at hunter miles comedy oh okay. you should follow him please and also kidding around on tiktok let's make tiktok a thing you know what i'm done resisting here we go don't TikTok. lead in resistance <laughs> in any area it is fourth of july be free <laughs> be free that's the only <laughs> thing i'll subscribe to today it's be free be free amen thank you of thank course you. goodbye Thank you.